USA Today points out, if you've got a Toys R Us gift card, you better use it now. Uh-oh. Yeah, good point. You know what? I wish we had time. We may, maybe I can squeeze in like a super compressed version of this, but part of the reason Toys R Us is going out of uh, business, now the obvious, you know, Amazon, Internet, blah, blah, blah. Also, fewer American babies. That's another factor. But what nobody's talking about is the fact that a private equity fund took over Toys R Us a number of years ago, and as they often do, drained ginormous amounts of cash out of the company for them, racked up unspeakable amount of debt for Toys R Us, and now they can't operate anymore because they're too racked with debt. So it's it's going away. So, you know, I just I want to make sure that story's told, too, because there's often a hell of a lot more to these things. So it wasn't just Amazon and Target. No. You know, that might have been insurmountable, honestly. But, again, I, I find it really interesting that the, the corporate raider types went in there and everybody got crazy rich and borrowed a bunch of money and probably paid themselves and then said, good luck, and left. So... So this story is uh, outrageous. I, it's so outrageous, and I'm so prepared to go full-out activist my personal time and money on this. I want to be a little careful to make sure all the facts are as they seem, because the media is so terrible, the news media. They will sacrifice the full story to get a more exciting and clickable headline, no matter who they are, from the New York Times on down. Uh, Rockland, California. Rockland is a an affluent suburb of Sacramento. A Rockland high school teacher is on paid administrative leave. Over her views, it would seem about the national school walkout. Her name is Benzel, Mrs. Benzel, Julianne Benzel or Benzel. She says. She talked about her talked to her class about the politics of organized protests ahead of the school walkout. The school administration disagreed with her views and told her, stay home, you're on leave. Now, here's what she says happened. We had a dialogue in class about it Thursday and Friday, and today I received the call. I am aghast, she says. She's a history teacher. She says she never discouraged her students from participating in the national school walkout, but she did question whether it's appropriate for a school to support a protest against gun violence if they're not willing to support all protests. I'm quoting now. And so I just kind of used the example, which I know it's really controversial, but I know it was the best example I've thought of at the time. A group of students nationwide or even locally decided, I want to walk out of school for 17 minutes and go into the quad area and protest abortion. Would that be allowed by our administration? Perfectly reasonable question. I believe I asked the exact same question on the air. And a great provocative question in a history or a government class. But while uh, she said the administration didn't talk to her about her lecture last week when she was talking about it, but while thousands of students walked out of class, Mrs. Benzel received a letter from the Human Resources Department informing her she's being placed on administrative leave. I didn't get any backlash from my students. All my students totally understood that there could not be a double standard. Um, then they quote a kid. Um, of course, the, the school district won't say anything. Uh, confidentiality, blah, blah, blah. Um, a rock, quote, a spokes uh, hole for the district provided a statement reading in part, quote, a Rockland High School teacher has been placed on administrative leave, paid administrative leave, due to several complaints from parents and students involving the teacher's communications regarding today's student-led led civic engagement activities. Wow, the spokeswoman is married to George Orwell, apparently. 
For now, Benzel hopes National Student Walkout prompts a bigger conversation, not just about Second Amendment gun rights, but First Amendment's free speech. Quote, if you're going to allow students to walk up and get out of class without penalty, then you have to allow any group of students that wants to protest, she said, and is 100% correct. Oh, with, and with, unquestionably so. Yeah, with emphasis on 100%. I mean, it's not... Yes. It's, you no, know, that was not for the purposes of being dramatic. Right. Like, as in, not 1% wrong. Well, that yeah, that's that's what struck a lot of people, including me. It's just how how are you going to deal with this if this starts happening? Um, if if any group wants to protest anything else, and right. it could be something like abortion, or it could be something trivial. What would be what would you don't you don't have a standard for how important the issue is either? Because you know, one man's one uh, yeah. citizen's one kid's important is another's trivial, and vice versa. Sure. Yeah. So listen, I again, I want to dig into this a little more. You know, we learned a long time ago in our career because we get, you know, various stories like this and whatever um, all the time, you know, dozens a day. And after a while, you learn that in a lot of cases, if something seems completely outrageous, it's because you're missing a critical piece of information. And I don't want to, like, dive into an empty swimming pool here. Um, well, be- but this one- I'm, I'm willing to go full on personal time, effort and money activist on this one i will pay this woman's legal bills i will show up and shout at people i will put microphones in people's faces this aggression will not stand man well you being willing to shout at people is not really laying it out there that much i see your point um (laughs) i mean in person by gully yeah i understand what you're saying is you know if you if, if it seems crazy then sometimes there's a reason why it's being left out, but this this doesn't <sighs> seem surprising. It's crazy, but it's not surprising. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. I, Amazing, but not surprising. It doesn't surprise me at all that they would react this way. No, 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 no. You, 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 you can't, you can't bring up issues that we don't agree with. Now, come on now, and say they're equivalent in some way, and just ruin us just getting through this. And shut up, please, with your stupid First Amendment perspective. Hmm. Well, we'll see where this goes. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk personally to the the Rockland administration. I hope you're listening right now. Here's the one sin you people engage in, and I have a little bit of sympathy for you because I've I've spent a lot of time in schools, a lot of time in classrooms, and the one thing kids don't get is funny. I, I even listened to Little D bitching about this, the dress codes and the whatever. Administrators and teachers spend so much time just trying to keep order because a high school, especially the best high school, is threatening to fly into chaos every second of the day. God, that'd be stressful. Well, I know. I know. You're, you're <laughs> a conch shell away from Lord of the Rings on a daily basis. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's Lord of the Flies, but I hear oh, where you're dang doing. It. Exactly. <laughs> dang it. I hear where you're going. Lord of the something I'm or other. Off my mind. Lord of the um, Dance. You're yeah, just that dude. close to Lord of the Dance on a daily basis. <laughs> and this, the day before St. Patrick's Day. So... I, I, I sympathize with that. You're just a spandex pants away from Lord of the Dance every day. I sympathize with that, but the, the sin is prizing order so highly that you lose all perspective. And then you get to the lawyers and liability and the rest of it. So, you know, listen, I'm not totally unsympathetic to their needs. Um, but if this is what it seems to be, it is an absolute outrage. And y'all are going to do yourselves an enormous favor by saying... 
you know what, we saw it this way, we screwed up, we were wrong, or we wanted her out of school so nobody was yelling at her or whatever. You guys got to apologize and backtrack right now because you are so incredibly wrong. Again, if all these facts are correct and there's not something, you know, missing, and then the teacher turned and pointed a gun at a student and said, walk. You know, I did. If you know, if, if there's some crazy fact like that I'm missing, then I prepare to stand corrected, but I doubt it. How did this even get started across the nation? I don't understand how the response wasn't from the beginning. Um, Whenever a school caught wind that a whole bunch of people were going to walk out of school, why didn't just say, well, anybody who walks out, it will be marked as a... You know, an absence or a tardy or whatever. I don't understand how that didn't catch on. Well, again, I'm going to sympathize. You can do this if you want, but it'll be treated like the same as if you all decided to go to the lake. Right. You're not at school and you're supposed to be at school. Right. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm going to show a little sympathy for school administrators because that earns me the right to kick the hell out of you like I do pretty often. Um. I think it was such a national wave, the kids in Florida and everything, that the cure would have been worse than the disease. Trying to prevent the kids from doing this, as opposed to saying, look, we'll call this uh, part of civics class. It's 17 minutes. It's in the middle of a class. Let's just let them do it, and we'll all go back to class and resume our day. Because trying to stop them would turn into well, a thing. Well, it wasn't just 17 minutes of those <laughs> schools where they put them on buses and took them to rallies downtown. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. I'm talking about most schools, because I think most schools just walked out, observed the 17 minutes, gave a couple of speeches, and went back to uh-huh. class. Um, hmm. And that's okay. I mean, it's it, I, I, I long for the world where you can make a judgment call like that and not live in a zero-tolerance, lawyered-up, the school policy says, world, because I hate that world. Yeah. And, and occasionally they'll exercise that judgment in ways I don't love, but I, 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 I think it's okay. I, I hate zero-tolerance policies also, but I don't understand why you wouldn't if you're part of some group on a high school that cares about issue X, schedule for this coming Tuesday, we're going to walk out for five minutes for the five people that are in prison for something or other. Right, you sure. Know, and who's going to, how do you stop them then? Right. Well, you, sh- you sure as hell better not. So, yeah. Um, if you're personally involved in this, uh, e- email us at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We want to get the people involved on the air and get the truth out of this, because I just I can't believe they would do something so stupid. Oh, I can. <laughs> now, now listen. What, see, what I can't believe is that maybe it's new people or, or idiots. I don't know. But the idea that several complaints from parents and students... In, have you ever seen the internet? Everybody's complaining about everything all day long. We have become the world's biggest nation of complainers. I'm going to tell I'm, everyone about how shitty you are. Which I'm complaining about right now. We know how that works throughout our radio career. If right. one person calls management and complains, Whoa, gosh, you I have think a meeting we have a problem. Yeah, blah, blah, well, blah. we talk to tens of thousands of people and one person complains. So why are we having a meeting about it? But it happens right. all the time. Yeah, but the idea that they didn't even call her in and say, uh, Ms. Benzel, we understand people are a little concerned about that. Well, what, what happened? What was said well you know we've gotten three letters or whatever and she said oh no we just talked about blah 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 and they said okay i find rolled her eyes like our old boss john the best boss in the history of bosses who said some effing idiots mad at you guys for saying something i'll deal with it yeah <laughs> um i can't believe but again maybe some new administrator some moron or something like that i can't believe <laughs> somebody they texted, would do something this dumb somebody texted i heard the teacher was dressed in a nazi uniform <laughs> <laughs> all right then okay <laughs> Put on a MAGA hat. There we go. I heard you're a Trump fan. She was in a Nazi uniform with a MAGA hat on. (laughs) You didn't hear that? Oh, you left that out conveniently. We got to do clips of the week. All right. 
Sorry, I got up on my high horse. Mm. Was it a soapbox or a high horse? Or were you doing the balancing on a soapbox on the saddle of a high horse? Well, I tried to train my high horse to stand on a soapbox. That didn't work. Then I tried to strap a box on my horse. That didn't work. Ah, boy. What was the biggest upset yesterday in the tournament? Uh, I believe... What's the highest seed that lost? I think a four-seed loss? Yes. Yeah, 413, wasn't it? Yeah. Clips of the week coming up next. And then, uh, I don't know. We'll figure out what we're going to do. More outrage. Yeah, I don't know if I want more outrage. More outrage. I'm outraged by your attitude. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have a timeout, and the Ramblers are down two, but the Hurricanes are up two. This is huge. Quite the contrast there, Hal. You know, that wasn't going to be in Clips of the Week. I wanted to make sure that got on because that's from yesterday's basketball game. Let's hear that again. We have a timeout, and the Ramblers are down two, but the Hurricanes are up two. This is huge. That is huge. That's amazing. Because it bends time and space. You don't see this a lot, Jim. (laughs) One team is down by the exact amount. The other team is up. The math checks out. Back to you. Wow. Wow. So, uh, more to come. We got too much uh, concept. We got too much uh, material today. We may have to come in tomorrow and do a show. I don't know. I'll think about it. But right now, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal Clips of the Week. So, what? You you don't have Trump on collusion? (laughs) I also think that offense-taking is being weaponized. It is a route now to political power. Saying that I am offended is a way of making someone radioactive. What people are trying to do is to take even the most well-intentioned and anodyne comment, intentionally torque it, and then throw it out through the echo chamber of social media in order to ruin people's reputations. I'm on Meet the Press, a show now headed by Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd. He's a sleeping son of a bitch, I'll tell you. (laughs) He was showing that usher his ticket. You think so? I can't believe he has a ticket. It doesn't feel comfortable to put borderline unstable people up on stage <laughs> and laugh at them, which makes sense. What could be worse than learning you got fired from your boss's tweet? Oh, maybe seeing that 86,000 people liked it. I don't have much positive to say about motor neuron disease. But it taught me not to pity myself, and to get on with what I still could do. I am happier now, than before I developed the condition. Just like the land, air, and sea. We may even have a space force. Develop another one. Space force. We have the air force, we'll have the space force. Netflix is reportedly in the early stages of developing a news show, and let me be the first to say, no! But the Versa also offers a Fit Bitch coat. Oh, oops. <laughs> Fit Bitch. I mean, again, I said it again. Oh, my gosh. 
See, the key thing is they're up to, but they're down to. <laughs> That's the key thing. So, did you follow the dramatic rise and fall of the company Theranos, which is a Northern California company out of Palo Alto? I just saw this story. See, I've been aware of this Holmes woman for a while, and she, I believe, nobody mentions this but me. I could be wrong. I believe her attractiveness is really a key to this story. I don't doubt it. But, uh, so, this woman... um. Elizabeth Holmes. I had seen her on Charlie Rose. She's given TED Talks. I've seen her on uh, Bouncing Around YouTube, that sort of thing. She was a dropout from Stanford University at the age of 19, and she was determined to create a company that would help people that were like her, afraid of needles and dreaded getting blood tests. Wow. A way around that. It was a company that was... So far, so good. The way they could analyze drops of blood without having to take blood from you and everything like that would revolutionize blood tests. Hmm. And... um. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll skip to the problem. The problem is that technology doesn't exist. She didn't have it, and neither does anybody else. But I want to hear Gene Hackman, Michael. You know I do. She and her phony phlebotomist boyfriend were able to convince the world that the technology did exist, and it became a $9 billion. What? $9 billion biotech startup company that was just the darling of the world. She had all this celebrity power behind her. What was their pitch? Nothing counts so much as blood. <laughs> somehow, so wait a minute, they didn't, did they have a prototype well, or anything? Somehow, and I don't quite understand this, somehow it skipped, it skipped over the, can you actually do this part? Somebody along the line... Um, with enough help, because she got all these celebrity donors involved, and she gave TED talks and stuff. TED talks because what the well because she was raising money like crazy, right. and she's hot, really and, hot. And I'm telling you that has a, a lot to do with it. So she was, and she's 34 now. So when this was going on 15 years ago, she was really young, and um, part of her look is a is a tall, attractive blonde woman. Uh, with her hair pulled back to kind of be an everyday beauty, businesswoman, genius sort of thing. She'd always wear the black turtleneck like Steve Jobs. Right. So she was kind of the female Steve Jobs. Mm. And, and it just, the story now was... Now I get it. I heard one quote from uh, uh, an employee saying, we just found out our Steve Jobs is fake. Yeah. But okay, now I get it. it, it's, it I hope there's more research done on this. They're talking about making a movie called Bad Blood. It's already in the works with Jennifer Lawrence starring as her. And Gene Hackman. (laughs) And I I want more about this because it seems to me that it's just the power of being hot and having a certain look and kind of a good idea and everybody wanted it to be true so much that they just started throwing money at it. Well, it all collapsed this week. Wow. But it's it's an interesting story. Google it if you want to know more about it. Or we'll post it at armstrongandgetty.com. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Another Russian exile murdered in Britain. What? Yes. And what is in bottled water is not going to please you. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Oh, that's right. The bottled water versus tap water controversy. It's kind of like plastic bags versus the cloth. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. We're getting texts from some people who say their kids were allowed to walk out. Well, you can't stop a kid from walking out. I don't know if you're going to physically tackle them, I suppose. But they did get tardies. For not being there when class started. That's mm. 
perfectly fine with that. Yeah, yeah, make your choice. Well, yeah, yeah good lesson you, for life, too. Don't teach kids civil disobedience should have no consequences. It very much it's has exactly the wrong, the, uh, the wrong lesson. Yeah. And oftentimes those consequences, you got to do the math. Is it worth it? And is a tardy or an unexcused absence, is that worth doing? Yeah. Consequences, yes, it is. It just, like, matter. just like I just now ate my second donut. Oh, my God. Because somebody brought in donuts, and the consequences are going to be my obesity. And, and us having to ah. listen to yourself whipping. <laughs> we're the victims here. <laughs> so we're talking about the controversy at Rockland High School where a teacher uh, at a history class was telling her kids, look, this walkout's happening. Is this something that ought to be happening? What if, for instance, a group of you was super anti-abortion? If they let you walk out on this, doesn't the administration have to let kids walk out against abortion? Let's discuss. There were, quote-unquote, several complaints from teachers and students. That teacher was put on administrative leave for a day. We've heard she may have been reinstated. We're trying to nail that down. Two things. Number one, a, a, a note. Um, this woman teaches AP U.S. History. It's a college-level course for college credit. Oh, my God. She is not Come there on. to merely teach dates to regurgitate on the test, but to challenge thoughts and teach the history of the United States and the freedoms we enjoy, et cetera, et cetera. So this isn't the freshman gym teacher. No. You're teaching college-level stuff yeah. to the bright kids. Come on. This, this is a great discussion to have. So listen, we have reached out to the high school. We've reached out to the school district. We expect to hear back from you. If you've made a mistake, you will find us kind and merciful in accepting that explanation. And you know what? Everybody's going to be fine, and it's been a productive discussion. But if you crack down on this teacher for merely upsetting the apple cart and pointing out, which is plainly true, shame. Shame? Not that there's anything wrong with freshman gym teachers, but you you are watching people play wiffle ball for a living. So, you wow, might wanna... that was devastating. Uh, that's the sort of thing you say to lash out when you've had two donuts. That's what it is. That's the sugar talking. That's right. You, <laughs> you really want to punch yourself, but instead right. you're taking it out on those poor freshman gym teachers. <laughs> watching people play wiffle ball for a living. That's great. Let's uh, get the news now with Marcia Phillips. <laughs> Turns out another Russian exile has been murdered in Britain. The police launching a murder investigation into the death of a 68-year-old businessman, Nikolai Gushkov. Scotland Yard announcing the move after getting the pathologist's report, which gave the cause of his death three days ago as compression to the neck. He was found in okay. his home. Yeah, I remember when the story broke. Yeah. It's look, he was an old guy. He was found, uh, you know, passed at his home. There's no obvious signs, but yeah, somebody choked him out and left all his stuff. Yeah. The uh, Police Counterterrorism Command led the investigation from the outset, and they're saying because of the association. Mr. Glushkov is believed to have had links to compatriots who died in mysterious circumstances in the UK. We will continue to look into this matter. You know, it, there doesn't need to be another one, honestly. Now that I think about it, I was going to say, wow, this will really up the ante, really make it serious. Do we really need another guy snuffed by Putin on British soil to make this like class A serious? I don't think so. Man, that's something. Yeah, but he's gone on a killing spree of dissidents now on British soil. So what? Yeah, exactly. And that, he says, so right. what? So what? Glushkov, what are you going to do about it, bitches? Signed, V. Putin. Glushkov was a friend of a powerful oligarch that was found dead in his UK home back in 2013. 
Bushkov never convinced the police explanation that that guy had killed himself. It's amazing that guy they featured on 60 Minutes a while back, uh, the running against him. I can't never remember his name, but yeah, it's yeah. amazing he's still alive. It's just that he got so popular, it saved his life. Yeah, he takes beatings, he gets yanked off to jail now and again. You know what Putin will learn from that lesson? Kill these people before they get too popular. That's that's all he's going to take from him. Surveillance video taken outside of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School during the mass shooting in Florida is now public, and a portion of the video shows school resource officer Scott Peterson standing outside of the school with his gun drawn, but not going inside. The video also shows Peterson alerting a school employee about the gunfire and radioing in information to law enforcement. It would certainly appear from the brief viewing I gave of the video that he was aware the shots were inside the school. Yeah, it was it was clear. So nope. that whole story was, yeah, that was just crap from his attorney. There's a shot. Right. Now, in radio transmissions that have been released now, it appears that he did know almost immediately the shots were coming from inside the freshman yeah, he building. Yeah, j- he just chose to protect his own ass and and let what happened may you know what let happen happen and uh, six you know, minutes is a long time to listen to yeah. those shots be fired you just stand out there the only thing you can hope is that he's tortured by it for the rest of his days and i'm sure he will be There's, although you know what honestly he'll probably go oj and convince himself that he was in the right or whatever just to save his sanity there's a Trump divorce in the works. Donald Trump Jr. and his wife, Vanessa, are separating. Vanessa Trump filing divorce papers in the Manhattan Supreme Court late yesterday. They released a statement saying after 12 years of marriage, they've decided to go their separate ways. Five kids. Yeah, I know. Five kids. You can work that out. Hmm. The filing comes on the, uh, well, she was also, they're saying, very tired of the intense scrutiny that the whole Trump family was getting. You I could. Oh, that that yeah. would be tough. Yeah, and remember, uh, a few weeks ago, she got an envelope with white powder in it, and they had to take her to the hospital to make sure that she hadn't been poisoned. Oh, that's right. She freaked, yeah. as, as a lot of people might. And yeah. so, we don't. We also don't know, you know, how she felt from the beginning when she found out his dad was running for president. Was she all for it, or right. did she think this is going to be a nightmare for us? Uh, I tell I you I don't what. want to do this. Okay. I don't want you to be involved in this. I know people who've considered getting into politics. I know people who got into politics then got out, and I know politicians. And to a man and woman, they will tell you it can be a nightmare for your family. And you think you know what I mean by that. You don't know what I mean, how bad it is. Um, and I could absolutely see that. Gal signed up to be the wife right. of a, you know, the, the second tier in the hotel company. Right. And, and now all of a sudden she's the object of international scrutiny and ridicule she's, and the rest of it. You know, I don't know if this factors in it at all, but she's probably a Manhattan liberal. And, you know, the weird uh, personal life thing she'd have going now. I wonder. I wonder. Journalism organization called Orb Media tested more than 250 bottles of water from 11 brands from a number of different countries around the world. And the scientists found 93% of all the bottles tested contain some sort of microplastic, an average of 10 plastic particles per liter. How much am I supposed to get every day for a well, balanced diet? There, though there's no evidence that microplastics are going to be harmful to you, the World Health Organization is now saying... I'm sorry, who? study. The World Health Organization. <laughs> who? Yeah, yeah, that's, but who? That's the routine. The, the, that's it. The, who? the human fund? Yes. <laughs> who? 
Anyway, who told the BBC it's now going to be studying the impact of consuming the particles of plastic over a lifetime? Apparently, there's been no definitive study done on this. I would like to suggest the following to our friend Mike Rowe. Mike, you need to patent microplastics, microscopes, <laughs> microsurgery, and the rest of it. And spend the rest of your life having your lawyers sue people. Aggressions, microaggressions. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Microphones. Yeah, it's, it's my uh, it's my class. I teach people how to be hostile. Microaggressions. Anybody uses that term without paying me is ripping me off. The whole bottled water industry is interesting. It was it was initially introduced to us with you know, this is the purest water on Earth. It's from a 50,000-year-old glacier and all this different Urinated stuff. Urinated 50,000 years ago by a mastodon. And then somehow they all convinced us that we're that bottled water is the only thing to drink and that, you know, only a savage would drink out of a tap, though, even, <laughs> even though we have the safest water in the world. Yeah. Um, and so now the bottled water is just anything. Like the cheaper brand of bottled water that I buy, because I keep a case in my truck all the time. All right. Um, it just says, I think it just says bottled in Riverside County. That's all it says. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well if you know anything about Riverside County. Right. So doesn't that just mean they got a hose somewhere? Yeah, that's it's water right that's through a cheese, scary. cheesecloth. It's just county water yes. in a bottle. Yes. One of my uh, most enduring lessons that I learned in high school was from my auto shop teacher who, when discussing bottled water, said, I don't care what stream it's bottled in, there's a cow bathing up river. <laughs> <laughs> you carry a case of bottled water around in your car. Is that to give out to the poor or what? <laughs> yes. In case of fire. Because I get thirsty. Ah. My kids get thirsty. Ah. All right, that's it. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I carry around a well-balanced cab and a corkscrew. Mm, there you go. <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon, of course. Fantastic. In my Battle- car. Bottled in Riverside County. <laughs> wow. So they're at the plant. They're th- some guy probably said, can we call it like uh, the purest? Uh, no, probably better not. We call it filtered? We didn't filter it. <laughs> can we call it clear? Well, look at it. It's not really clear. What can we say? We're bottled in Riverside County. <laughs> wow. You know, no offense to Riversideans. A lot of you are really nice people, but if I'm going to pick my county in California where I have my bottle watered, it ain't going to be yours. Flint, Michigan. <laughs> Flint. Bottled in Flint, Michigan. So the petering out process is coming up. We like to ease out of the show. You know, let you down gently. It's like to cool down. I was considering a third donut, but the second one has started to settle, and it's not sounding like that good idea right now. He's learning. Eat it. Eat it. My tongue has that gummy feeling you get. Oh, oh, boy. That's the lard, Jack. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. I don't know how many of you in the Bay Area worked for Elizabeth Holmes Company. Um, What is it called? Thorough, whatever. Theranos? Yeah. I'm sorry about that. That's a drag. Daughter of Katie Holmes and Larry Holmes. (laughs) Niece of John Holmes. I hope they actually make a movie out of this because it's quite a story. Elizabeth Holmes charged with massive fraud. So I was looking through this, and it goes back to an older story. Here's an older version uh, from a couple of years ago. Elizabeth Holmes may be this generation's Steve Jobs, the billionaire who at 19 dropped out of Stanford. Yeah, well. Yeah, well, (laughs) except for one thing. (laughs) 
he actually knew something about computers. What are the? I don't. It should be getting more attention. It's one of the biggest frauds ever, right? Ever. Well, guess who was a willing and foolish accomplice? The media. Yeah. So yeah, good luck getting them to report. That is part Different of why people have to report. That is part of why it's not getting the coverage. Yeah. Yeah. So a follow-up on the Rockland teacher controversy we were talking about. Can you make that? Well, okay. Statement from Rockland Unified School District wants to clarify a recent report. The teacher was not penalized or placed on leave based on her viewpoints. Uh, can you make that a little bigger? <laughs> I'm an older man. Thank you. The teacher, uh, the district can clarify that the action was taken due to complaints from parents and students involving the teacher's communications regarding the student-led remembrance activities. Uh, held voluntary tributes, blah, 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 and then a statement about our top priority is to support the academic needs of our students while maintaining a safe and... Yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay, great. Well, Um, a couple of parents complaining is not reason enough. You have to tell them you're wrong, and here's why. Yeah, you got to stand up for your teachers. And... and, uh, But... Wait, so so they're just trying to avoid waves in that way that administrators do, and they created more waves. So her getting sent home and still getting a paycheck, this is a bad thing? That's that's like all I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I agree. That's right. It's your dream achieved. The the period where you're not sure if you're going to get to go back is always uncomfortable. But once you know you get to go back, yeah. right, take when, your time. When, well, that's what happened to us. Our mysterious midweek vacation. Be I mean, thorough. It was, it was <laughs> ugly during that couple of days off because we weren't exactly sure what was going to happen and we had yeah. some really high-level meetings. But in the end, I got three days off. Yeah. Middle Look of the week. this. Huh, how about look, this, huh? I look forward to the day we can tell that whole story. Yeah. I don't it, know when that'll be. If you could pick one Today's word the day. to describe. <laughs> no, it's not, Michael. No, yes. it's not. But uh, people uh, people are reaching out to us who have first-person knowledge of the situation there at Rockland High School where the teacher pointed out in a college-level history class that now if we allow a bunch of kids to walk out and protest, et cetera, over this issue, don't we have to allow it for every issue? Let's discuss. And for that outrage, how dare someone say something like that in America? She was suspended or sent home with pay. She's told, don't show up at school today. Come on now. Come on. What's the matter with you people? Hey, guys going to do your uh, your final thoughts now? Hmm? Give uh, one last little amusing one-liner quip? Hmm? Yeah? Hmm? Maybe even a valuable life lesson discerned from the news stories of the day? Yep, yep. Okay, you guys go ahead and do that now. Here's your host, Joe Getty. I have two problems with that clip. Brilliant as it was. Number one, it's still too long. I think it needs to be retired. Number two, this bothered me from the beginning. That's a great Stewie. But I can hear the guy's saliva constantly (laughs) in that clip. That is a good Stewie. (laughs) Oh, it's excellent. It's really funny what he did. It's great. It's just, it's a little long. Marsh Phillips, final thought. Well, to all my fellow Finns celebrating this St. Urho's Day, wear the purple and green proudly today. May all your saunas be safe. And hot. And nobody urinated in there. Uh, Michelangelo, your final thought. Uh, Yeah, I ate a donut on picture day, which was a mistake. So instead of a joyous smile, I'm going to have a smile of disgust and loathing. (laughs) Plus, you probably gained five pounds. It'll show up, too. Positive Sean, your final thought. Yes, one final matchup to highlight from my uh, mascot-based NCAA tournament bracket. We have the TCU Horned Frogs taking on the Syracuse Orange. Trump is the president. This is the orange era. Syracuse winning that one. <laughs> wow, interesting analysis. Jack, your final thought. There was a story I was considering doing earlier. Joe said, don't do it. I'll just give you a hint. It's a skincare trend. 
that seems to be sweeping the uh, celebrity class. Sandra Bullock's into it. Kate Blanchett's into it. So just Google that. That's what they're doing to their skin. That's why they look the way they do. Kate Blanchett's skincare would get me there? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm heading off to the airport. I'm flying to see my mom and dad and go to a baseball game and enjoy some family time. Can't wait. Call your mom. Call your dad. They miss you. Trust me. Trust me. I got grown kids. Think about them every day. What uh, games are you going to go to? Oh, it's just a random couple of teams that happen to be playing in the town my mom and dad live. Oh, and Brian the Umpire is uh, one of the umps for the game. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Spring training is awesome. So I'm going to go to the game, root for the ump. Excellent. Boo, you call that a strike? Boo! Uh, Joe, I've got second base. I don't call the strikes. <laughs> Says you, idiot! Armstrong. And what's your favorite heckle? Uh, hey, Ump, how many balls you got? How many balls we got? How many balls you got, Ump? Grueling <laughs> <laughs> four-hour workday, etc., etc. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, Oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Voice of the West.